Yo, talk about someone that is so vital in their approach, living her purpose, making money by being herself online. Super grateful to have Lori Weiss, the story of Lori. I believe she's German. I have to ask her because Weiss, Zergis. Point in case, this is going to be one of out of many episodes just because we dive so deep and I really relate with the story of Lori just because we're both marketers that we do have different approaches. We are similar in our way of life and I really, really enjoyed talking about it. We're going to go all deep into marketing, into generating results for clients, get generating results for yourself as a digital marketer, but also more importantly, how exactly do you value and find the conviction to actually go out and pitch those big packages because you're pitching a thousand dollar, two thousand dollar, even five thousand with ten grand deals to the point where you kind of don't know if you're worth that much and you kind of doubt yourself and you go down this big spiral of telling yourself, hey, do I do I just charge five hundred dollars? Heck, point in case, Lori's gonna break that down all for yourself. Really get you in the mindset to where you are pricing to what you're worth, not because you're being egotistical, but because you're up to that challenge and you're able to deliver that kind of value. If you're an intermarketer, if you're going into digital marketing, if you're vegan and you want to do things sustainably, make sure you stay within this interview and look at the two episode number two and episode number three as we dive deeper and deeper into the world of Lori. Make sure you take some notes. This is going to be an action-packed episode. A lot of us who work in marketing, for example, we need marketing coaches. Like we need help with our own marketing because we're too close to the problem. So uh -huh. we really need someone who's outside of ourselves. Like I have a coach in mind that I know I'm going to be hiring soon um, because I just love her style. Like I'm all about everything she does. And I'm like, I know that she's going to be able to hold up that mirror to me to show me like what I need for my own business. Because it's like, I can do that for anyone else. I can literally take any service-based entrepreneur and be like, okay, this is what you need to do with your marketing. This is what, you know, you can dive deeper into. This is, you know, all the things that they need to do, but it's so much harder to do it for ourselves. And it really, it's like very humbling to be like, no, I need help. And like to ask for that help. And I think a lot of people are afraid to ask for that kind of help. And sometimes they're afraid to ask the right person. Like they'll ask people all around them that it's like, they'll ask, you know, their friends or their family. It's like, those are not the people you want to be asking. You know? <laughs> exactly. I remember I asked my mom about like, I don't know how to build a website and you know, you know, they, they have absolutely no clue where to try to give the advice, but that's super cool that you mentioned that. And that's a really good point, especially because I talk to, to clients or potential clients every single day. I'm like, what, you don't know about lead generation? What, you don't know how to run <laughs> Facebook ads. And then I went to see one of my quote unquote mentors, Jeremy Haynes in Miami, and he just completely destroyed my business in, in a matter of minutes and we, we built it. So I was like, okay, this wow. is really humbling. <laughs> How did you get started in, in marketing? Because of course, like, I, well, first, what, what came first? Was it marketing or vegan? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> my whole journey. So um, when I first graduated from my undergrad from McGill, uh, my first job out of School was doing marketing for a Canadian immigration law firm, uh, which is actually the largest one in Montreal. And I helped them grow their business significantly. Like, I don't remember the percentages, but a lot, like to get a lot more clients uh, through all the changes that we made. And so that was my first foray into marketing. Um, and I ended up working in different jobs in marketing for like 10 years. Um, and then towards 
the end of my uh, journey of working for other people, I went vegan. Um, I had tried to go vegan many years earlier um, while I was living in Montreal, actually. And um, my, my partner at the time wasn't interested in veganism. And so I was completely alone. I was living in Montreal, which, as you know, is a city like all about cheese, wine and cheeses. <laughs> um, and so I only lasted four days <laughs> trying to go vegan. No. Um, and so it wasn't until years later when I was with my, <laughs> it's kind of confusing, is she currently my girlfriend? Not. Um, we don't really have a label anymore. So it's like, she's my best friend. She's my non-partner, um, Nicole. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were together and we were very motivated to go vegan. And even though we were in a long distance relationship, she was living in New Jersey. I was living in LA, specifically Santa Monica. Um, and we were watching, we had watched Veducated. And so because we both wanted to go vegan and I knew I had her support and I was living in a, in a city that's just super vegan friendly, um, I was able to make the change really quickly. <laughs> um, so I did that uh, back in like January 2015. And okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, go for it. You were saying? Um, and then very soon after that, um, like a few months later, um, I began my entrepreneurial journey, started out with it because, uh, well, <laughs> So I started my entrepreneurial venture actually doing a web series parody of the show Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt um, because I look like Ellie Kemper. And so I did that, <laughs> the three episodes of a web series. Then while doing that web series, Nicole and I went raw vegan for health no reasons. Way. Yeah. And then uh, because of that, uh, we were really inspired to help other people to go raw. So we ended up doing raw and vegan coaching. And then after that, I explored a lot of different types of coaching. So social media coaching, business coaching, self-love coaching, and kind of, I'm just doing a blend of all of those right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's wow, a that's... very long story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's super cool to hear. And I'd like to ask you, like, because of course, taking the vegan route definitely got you into coaching people to go raw, coaching vegan business owners. But do you feel in terms of the marketing, did it change any aspect of it? Because I feel personally when, I'm, when I first started catering to non-vegan brands, I didn't necessarily think about sustainability, about shipping costs. But right now when I'm being a lot more aware of say, where my product is being shipped because that has a big toll on the environment. I feel that also comes in. It's also an aspect of veganism. Do you feel that that came into your play in terms of marketing? Yeah. So like why I choose to work with vegan entrepreneurs specifically is because I understand their struggles. You know, I've been there um, and I specifically work with spiritual vegan entrepreneurs. So it's like, there's a lot of limiting beliefs and mindset work that spiritual entrepreneurs and vegan entrepreneurs really have to overcome. There's a lot of guilt about asking people for money. Um, there's a lot of beliefs about um, the work that they're meant to be doing. Um, a lot of stuff like even with, from childhood, or maybe I should say especially from childhood, so a lot of stuff comes up for that. And I under, 
understand all that because I've been there as a spiritual entrepreneur, as a vegan entrepreneur. So it's more about like me understanding that experience, but also it's like such perfect timing that we ended up having this interview today. Um, Mm -hmm. And like right now, because (laughs) just a few minutes before our call, um, one of my former clients had posted something in her own Facebook group. um, And she does uh, like, it's basically like life coaching for vegans. Um, And she had shared this post that was all about how she had received a message from someone um, who was like, how dare you charge um, vegans for the work that you do? Like basically you should be offering things for free. And I cannot tell you like that is a very common belief in the vegan community, especially in the raw vegan community. Um, Mm -hmm. And so there's an uphill battle for these vegan entrepreneurs to have to deal with that. And then they start to feel guilty and there's a lot of stuff to work through. And it's like, I get that. And I'm so proud of all the work that I've done on my mindset um, and how far I've come with my business because overcoming that is huge and it's essential to do that work to be a successful vegan entrepreneur. So yeah, that's everything that I wanted to say about that. Um, but I also <laughs> want to mention that um, I'm not exclusively working with vegan entrepreneurs. So I have had clients who aren't vegan, but they're super open. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to mm-hmm. judge me for being vegan. They're going to listen to what I have to say about veganism. Um, but they come to me for different struggles. Um, so like I had one client um, and it wasn't, she didn't come to me because she was looking to grow her business. She came to me because I'm all about authenticity and self-expression. And she really wanted to share a a very personal story um, that she was really scared of sharing, um, basically about sexual assault. And so she came to me for that. So it, it basically had nothing to do, you know, with veganism, but it was like this other part of me. And so there's so many parts of ourselves and our identity and veganism for me is just one part. And it's like, I understand the struggles of vegans. And, and so that's why I love working with them. And of course, like you said, like the sustainability and even me being aware of like, okay, if I'm helping this person to grow their business, like where are their dollars going to go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like really wanting to support vegan entrepreneurs to grow their businesses because I want them to support other vegan things. And it's this amazing domino effect. But I also know that by me working with non-vegan entrepreneurs, it also helps them to open up to possibilities of veganism, to start paying attention to the things that I'm saying more. And it, it just really gives them an outlet as well. And also not to be like so closed off um, because like, like I said, I have different parts of my identity and I don't want to only attach to one part of my identity. Um, and it gives them just like, I think there's um, a lot of um, like the vegan community can feel really insular um, and people can feel like, oh, vegans only talk to vegans. They're only friends with vegans. They're only supporting vegans. And it's like, I just really want this like open community. um, And I want people to feel safe with me and like to work with me, no matter, you know, who they are. Like, I don't judge. 
Um, but yeah, I just want them to be open to what I have to say and to uh, to understand it and not harbor any negative feelings towards vegans or the vegan community and for me to really open their eyes in that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's super important that you mention the fact that you shouldn't necessarily close your doors to non-vegan brands just because that's definitely absolutely an, another outlet to inspire people to join the vegan community. I think so many, not business owners, but a lot of people are saying, oh, well, I'm not going to talk to that person because they're not vegan, but then you're completely mm -hmm. missing an opportunity to actually inspire and change that person. And it comes back to, I feel, Russell Brunson, he really helped me to change that belief in uh, the book Expert Secrets. Maybe you've read that book. Mm. I haven't, but yeah, that makes sense. But it was touching essentially on the fact that, you know, you should essentially feel morally obligated to go and help people and provide value. And that really helped me to overcome the belief that, you know what, I should start charging my, for my services just because that allows me to bring more value to the person. And actually going back, to, going back to that, you actually mentioned a good point and talking about almost relating how business partners are almost like friends and it's like choosing your friends, right? And you're going to naturally gravitate to people who are genuine and are not seeming salesy. And I think there's a lot of, especially in the marketing industry, especially in the, all the phase about learning about how to hire sales rep and how to go out there and get clients. I think there's a lot about just connecting with people and just giving away free information. I feel maybe you actually, I'd like to get your input because right now my model is more like, okay, I'll just show you exactly the strategy. You don't have to pay. I'll like, take you step by step and you decide if you want to hire me or not. I'm just wondering, like, do you feel people should go down that route or should we still establish like clear guidelines on what they should, what you should charge for or, or, and not? Does that make sense? Um, so I think, yeah, I think there's two things here. One is the strategy you use to get clients. The second thing is pricing, right? Is that the two things that you're mm -hmm. basically asking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So regarding strategy to get clients, um, again, it's like, it's perfect timing because <laughs> I was actually <laughs> thinking about this. Um, I'm actually going to write these things down because I, I want to talk about both. Um, and I don't want to forget. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking last night about this exact thing. Um, because I was doing a three day challenge with someone who's an amazing Instagram expert. Like I follow her. I love her. She's awesome. She's also about like self-love, body positivity. Anyway, she's awesome. On day one of her three-day Instagram challenge that I took part in, um, she gave a really specific thing for us to do on Instagram, like on our stories, um, to be able to like get some client leads. And I did it and like I felt good about it. And she even like commented on it. Like she sent me a message saying like she loved it. I got zero leads. I got no direct messages, like nothing from it. And um, I started to think about why that was. I started to think about like my thoughts on like marketing and, and strategy. And I realized that that strategy felt kind of, not icky, but it just didn't like feel like me. You know, it just didn't feel like authentically me. And I'm all about like getting outside of my comfort zone, trying new things. So like, I'm, you know, all for trying someone else's strategy and like putting it into practice and like seeing how it feels. Um, and if someone was like, that's the only way, yeah, I'd be like, maybe I would practice it more um, until I like got it right or something. But 
I'm at a stage where I don't have to do that. Ooh, that cliffhanger though. Don't worry, I won't leave you hanging too long. I'm gonna post an episode and the follow-up from this conversation with Story of Lori. If you think we went deep in this one, wait till you see number two and number three of this version. And we make sure that before you go listen to anything else, before you go do anything else, before you post any other content and you try to pitch that million dollar client, make sure that you go write down what you've learned today and go apply it to make the big next win. Without further ado, go enjoy your the rest of the day, whatever you're at, wherever you're at, whenever you at, are at in this amazing world. Listen, if you want to support me on Patreon, feel free to do so. I don't want to push it on to you. If you do feel like you're getting a lot of value, please consider. It does help me support and finance the podcast. But again, at the end of the day, I just, I'm just here about making community. So if you want to check it out, patreon.com slash chickpeapowered. You know where that is. Anyways, peace and love, guys and girls. Stay true to yourself. Keep spreading amazing vibes.